How many of you have deactivated your Twitter account? Almost every day, I see a post by a friend on a different social network saying they've tried really hard to keep their account alive. But Twitter, uh, X, I guess we're supposed to call it, has become so toxic they've left completely. Are you of the same mindset? I haven't left yet, but I only check it once a week and only to make sure I haven't missed anything. And in several months of doing this, I have missed exactly nothing. It makes me sad because Twitter is, in my mind, where it all started. Back in the day, we had Twitter happy hour parties. Someone would bring the music via a playlist. Someone else would send gifs of apps and drinks. And someone else would create conversation starters. And we would all hang out in this magical place that allowed us to connect with people all around the globe. It afforded me a new way to do business development, gain speaking engagements, and open our content to new audiences. Those things would never have happened without Twitter. So you can imagine how sad it is to watch a dive into despair. Elon Musk has certainly done his best to ensure he doesn't get a return on that investment as advertisers and individuals alike flee for greener pastures. But it's not just Twitter, though they are taking the brunt of it. The internet is becoming a place less and less of us want to hang out in, and it's becoming even more challenging to do any sort of great digital marketing. And now we have my new BFF, ChatGPT, that could very well be the straw that breaks the camel's back, which is exactly what we're going to discuss on this week's Spin Sucks podcast episode. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. The internet, and more specifically social media, was created for human interconnectivity. It has enhanced our lives in so many ways that I can't imagine ever living without it. How would I look up the lyrics to Taylor Swift songs or learn how to pronounce the name of my little one's latest dinosaur obsession or figure out what to replace grapeseed oil with because I hate the taste of it? Extra virgin olive oil, by the way. And how would I stay up with all my friends and family every day versus once a month or twice a year when I saw them in person? It has made our lives much more productive and efficient and connected us in ways nothing else has done before. I love it. And it has evolved in many ways, good and bad. I joke that marketers ruin social media, and there is some truth to that. And generative AI is on the cusp of being ruined as well. Like the early days of organizations doing content marketing and practicing keyword stuffing, which made content gross... We are on the verge of seeing AI-induced content farms and creators taking over the internet world. It will happen. Many business leaders will say, eh, we can save our money by using AI for our content versus humans. And through that practice, they will contribute to an ever-expanding sea of fluff that says nothing. Just like they did back in the day when they hired content farms to scrape copy off of competitors' websites for their own. It happened. It will happen again. We can't stop it, but we can educate and inform against it. Imagine a world where AI writes every piece of content on the internet, and it all says and sounds the same. Ugh, gross. It's coming, though. In fact, I just had a friend complain that his Forbes article was turned away because they ran it through an AI checker and found he had used it to formulate some of his thinking. 
it was 96% of his, but that 4% man, they weren't having it, which actually is great to hear. But how long will it last? We will soon see individuality replaced by copy and paste, thought leaders turned into thought robots, and storytellers superseded by formulas. And this won't happen because of AI. It will happen because we're human beings. And human beings like shortcuts. We want overnight success, literally overnight. So we'll use the technology to help us to try to achieve something that truthfully isn't achievable. We'll do it because it'll make the algorithms happy and it'll be how the game is played, at least in the short term. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through how we can take better responsibility for the ripples that we produce as we learn the ins and outs of new technology, how we can produce better content while becoming more effective and efficient. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Let's talk about how we can take better responsibility for what we produce, especially as we learn to use AI more effectively. There are three things you'll want to consider. Number one, what great content looks like no matter the trend or latest technology or algorithm shift. Number two, why you should approach content with an editorial mindset. And number three, how to create great content that very well may start with AI but ends with something that has a soul. In the past, we've talked about the changes that Google is making to ensure they stay alive as generative AI takes over our lives. Historically, they have emphasized content that showcases expertise, authority, and trust, or EAT. Now they've added another E, which stands for experience. If your content has experience via a case study or testimonial, expertise via thought leadership, authority via other sites linking to it, and trust via people commenting on and sharing it, it won't matter what the algorithms do or how AI evolves. You will always have the best content on the internet for your topic. And guess what AI cannot do? It cannot provide the E-E-A-T for you. It can absolutely outline a draft for you. It can give you topic ideas. It can provide research. It can give you citations to learn more or to add value. But it cannot provide experience, expertise, authority, and trust. Only you can do that. 
that is what great content looked like yesterday. It's what it looks like today. And it's what it will look like tomorrow. If you use AI to create your content without adding in the E-E-A-T, you will look and sound like everyone else. And you will drown in the sea of mediocre content. But if you focus on creating great content, nothing will ever beat that. The second thing to consider is why to approach content with an editorial mindset. I will admit that I'm notoriously bad about this for my own content, <clears throat> but we are crazy good about it for clients. Every one of our clients has a sophisticated editorial calendar. I create content based on what's happening in the world at the very moment and what I'm excited about in the very moment. There are pros and cons to both, but don't be me. Have an editorial calendar to create content that follows the EEAT and helps you build brand awareness, thought leadership, credibility, authority, and all of the fun things that come along with people knowing of you and respecting you. Then you want to think about how that calendar is focused on an editorial mindset. This means you're researching your topic, providing valuable insight, removing bias, telling a story people are curious about, and motivating them to take action. In other words, think like a journalist, not a salesperson. There is room for content that sells, but as a communicator, your role is to educate and inform. If it has expertise, experience, authority, and trust, you will almost always have content with an editorial bent. Lastly is how to create content that may start with AI but ends with the human. Content that has a soul. If I were to ask AI to write an article about how it would ruin content as we know it, it'd give me something plain. Actually, let's do a quick test. Dear ChatGPT, how will generative AI ruin content in the future? Here's what it told me. There are quality and originality concerns. There's disinformation and manipulation. There will be job displacement and there will be bias and stereotyping. Interestingly enough, it didn't speak to the content concern outside of quality and originality. The point is that you'll get some content you can start with, but it's the very beginning. It's not even the middle and it's definitely not the end. It doesn't have expertise or experience baked into it. There is no storytelling. It's not interesting. It lacks a soul. We're all accountable for our content and the ripples that they create. As you use AI next year, think about how you'll E-E-A-T or eat your content every time to stand out among the crowd and ensure your corner of the internet has a soul. Before I go, I would love it if you would leave a review, especially if you like what you've heard. And if you'd like to learn more about EEAT and generative AI and the internet world ending as we know it, and you're not already part of the SpinSucks community, get your butt over there. You can find us at SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. Also. This is my last podcast episode of 2023. I wish every one of you happy holidays. I'll hear you on January 9th. Be safe, rest well, and have fun. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 